Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. Today I'm talking about the platforms for kingdom service. Joshua 24, verse 15. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Joshua chapter 24, from the King James Version. Joshua 24, verse 15. What does it say? Help me do more. And if it seem evil unto you yes. to serve the Lord, yes. choose you this day. Choose you this day. Whom ye will serve. Whom ye will serve. Continue, what's the next? Whether the gods which your father served. Whether the gods which your father said. That were on the other side of the flood. Other side of the flood. Or the gods of the Amorites. Or the gods of the Amorites. In whose land ye dwell. In whose lands ye dwell. But as for me. But as for me. And my house. And my house. We will serve the we Lord. We will serve the Lord. You see, Joshua said that. As for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Serving the Lord is not a calling, it's a choice. Serving the Lord is not a ministry, it's a choice. Serving the God is not a gift. That he has a gift of serving God. Serving God is a choice. It's a choice you can make this morning. The sound is poor, help me. It's a choice you can make this morning. Serving God, you can choose to serve God and say my life like Joshua said he said as for me and my house we would serve the Lord as for me and my house we would serve the Lord as for me me I may not be able to tell about every other person but as for me and my home we would serve the Lord there's a song we used to sing in those days only you I would serve only you I would serve I have no other God only you
is a great physician. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. I would serve him with my life. I lost my dad as a young teenager. I lost my mom before I was 10 years old. I said, Jesus, I will know no other God. I will not bow to idols. Only you will I serve. Only you will I serve. I have no other God. Joshua said, choose ye today. Don't choose tomorrow. Choose today who you would serve. So serving God is a choice. It's not a gift. Serving God. Serving God is essentially serving our own interests. When you serve God, you have served your own interests. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job 36 verse 11. Say, help me quickly. Do more. Job 36 verse 11. He said what? If they obey and if serve they him, obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. They shall spend their days in prosperity. And their years in pleasures. And their years in pleasure. If they obey him, if they serve him, it says they will spend their days in prosperity. They will spend their years in pleasure. If they serve God. He says, seek ye the Lord now that you are young. Now that you have the blood flowing through your veins. There's energy and strength in your bones. He says, serve the Lord with all your might. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord with all your strength. Serve the Lord with all your heart. He says, for the glory of the young is their strength. So serve the Lord with your glory. Don't waste your strength on the one that reduces man to mere bread. Don't waste your strength. Serve, he says. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego served Jesus. They said to Nebuchadnezzar, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we will not bow down to your God of gold. Today, there's a God of gold in our world. It may not be the one that Nebuchadnezzar erected in Babylon, but it's everywhere today. The God of gold is everywhere. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, no, we would serve Jesus. Give to me Daniel chapter 3, verse 24. Daniel 3, 24 then, to 28. What does it say? Help me. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. Yes. And rose up in haste. Yes. And spake and yes. said unto his counselors, yes. did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Did we not cast three men bound into this fire, yes? They answered and said unto the king. They said unto the king. True, O king. True, O king. He answered and said. Yes. Lo, I see four men lose. Walking four in the midst. men loosed. And the last one was like what? Walking in the midst of the fire and they had Yes. Lord, and the form of the fourth is like the son of God. So Nebuchadnezzar saw Jesus in the fire. He said, I see one, 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 one loosed among them. It's like the son of God. This man said, we will not bow to gold. We will not bow to silver. We will not bow to anything but unto Jesus. And they bound them and threw them into fire. What does the next verse say? Help me. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the, to the mount of the burning fairy furnace and spake and yes. said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. Ye servants of the Most High ye God. Ye servants of the Most High God. King Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, you are servants of the most high God. 
What does he say next help me? Come forth and come hither. Come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. Yes. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men. Yes. Upon whose bodies the fire had no power. Yes. Nor was an hair of their head singed. Not one body, not one person was harmed. Yes. Neither were their coats changed. Yes. Nor the smell of fire had passed There was them. not even smell of fire on them. There was not even smell. They couldn't, not, nothing. Not, they, they had closed them born. They couldn't even passive fire on them. What does it say next? Help me. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Yes. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Blessed Meshach, and Abednego. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. Who had sent his angel. Yes. And delivered his servants that trusted in delivered him. Delivered his servants, not his pastors. Delivered his servants, not his ushers. Delivered his servants, his servants who did what? That trusted in him. And have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they may not they will not serve. They will not serve any other God. So fire had no power on the servants of God. Opposite to whom ye yield yourself to obey, you become servants. And if you have yielded yourself to obey, he who is called the consuming fire, an earthly fire, becomes powerless. Same thing happened to Daniel in the book of Daniel chapter 6, verse 19. Said he would not serve any other God. Daniel chapter 9, chapter 6, verse 19 to 22. What does it say? Help me. Daniel 6, 19, King James. Then the king arose very early in the morning. Yes. And went in a haste unto the den of the lions. Yes. And when he came to the den, yes. he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. Yes. And the king spake to and said to Daniel, Daniel, O Daniel, yes. servants of the living God. Servants of the living God. You see that word recording? That God's eyes is on his servants. Servants of the living God. What does it say next? Help me. Is thy God. Is thy God. Whom thou servest whom continually. Whom you serve not once in a while. Whom you serve not once in a month. Is thy God. Whom you serve continually even at the risk of your life. Is that God. Help me. What does it say next? Able to deliver Was thee from the lions. Was he able to deliver you? What does Daniel say? Then Daniel said unto the king, yes. O king, live forever. Live forever. My God had sent his angel. My God sent his angel. And had shut the lion's mouth. the mouth of the lions. Today the devil is roaring around like a lion. But those who serve God have the mouth of that lion shut. Against their finance, shot against their children, shot against their family. Lion can't devour you. Serving God is a covenant. On the altar of service, on the altar of service, God respects the altar of service. That is why if you're in a church like this and you are not doing anything, you are doing yourself a disservice. You come to a church like this and you are not doing anything. You come, sit down, and do nothing. Stand up and go away and do nothing. You are doing yourself a great disservice. He didn't say members of the Most High God Church. He didn't say members of the Most High God Auditorium. He said servants of the Most High, whom you serve continually. Help me next. What to say anymore? 
Then, the, then was the king exceedingly glad for him yes. and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. Out of the so den. Daniel was taken up out of the den and yes. no manner of hurt was found upon him yes. because he believed because in his God. Because he believed in his God. Bible says men who through faith shot the mouth of lions. Seven God must come from the heart. I emphasized that two weeks ago. Bible says love the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 23, verse 26 says, It's my son, give me your heart. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 3 says, Set your mind on things above. So you set your heart with God. In Matthew 6, verse 33, I've quoted Proverbs 4, verse 23, Proverbs 23, verse 26, and Colossians 3, verse 1 to 6. In Matthew 6, verse 30, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God is servant of the kingdom. Seeking the kingdom. He says, and all these other things will be handed unto you. So God has a reward for those who serve him. He rewards service, not status. Please write that down. God does not reward status. God does not reward titles. God rewards service. God rewards service. And the eyes of God is on you where you are serving. Man may not see you, the pastor may not see you, but the eyes of God is on you where you are serving. God said to Samuel, he said, I have found David, my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. I have found David right in the wilderness where no eyes can see David. God found David there. So even if nobody celebrates you, nobody claps for you, God sees you there. When you serve him and seek him like no man's business, he rewards you with his system. Many years ago, I was on campus. I'd gone to eat in restaurants, and I was walking. I think I've told you guys this story before. I was walking out of the restaurant, walking towards my home, and I began to ask the Lord. And I asked the Lord in my inquisition. I said, Lord, how can a mortal man, how can a mortal man please an immortal God? How can I? Flesh and blood. You see, I was very young and my heart had a lot of questions. How can I please God? How? And the Lord says to me, son, I said, yes, Lord. He said, you must live like a tree. I said, live like a tree? He said, yes. I said, Lord, what do you mean by me living like a tree? He said, you know, son, I see men as trees. I said, explain. He said, that's why I say a man has fruits. Some others don't have fruits. So I see men like trees. And I said on a lighter note, that when God laid hands on that blind man, and he began to see men like trees, it was, it was a high-tension anointing. He was seen at the realm of God. He just had to pull him back and reduce it. See men like men. So God sees us as trees, as you are like this, with branches. Some trees have no fruit. No fruit. Jesus is hungry, thirsty for fruit. No fruit. He says, live like a tree. So I said, Lord, tell me, how does a tree live? He said, number one. Number one. Someone said, number one. He says, no matter how much I raise you, don't ever leave the ground. He said, no matter how tall a tree grows, no matter how tall, 50 feet, 100 feet, no matter how tall a tree grows, a tree never leaves the ground. He talks about infinite humility. That no matter the level I take you to in life, your head is still level-headed where you are. Number two, it says a tree grows 
deeper as it grows taller. A tree grows deeper. The roots grow deeper as it grows taller. I said, what does that mean, Lord? He said, the culture, the discipline that you started your life with must grow stronger as your life gets greater. Don't get to a point where you outgrow prayer and fasting. Don't get to a point where you outgrow consecration and retreats. No matter how high you grow, your roots, and if you look at roots, you can see a tree very tall and the roots is as deep as it is high. Number three, he said a tree grows in the direct of sunlight, direction of sunlight. We call it photosynthesis. The tree grows in the direction of the source of energy. He says, let your growth bring you closer to me. Don't grow away from me. Don't grow away. So you see a plant growing. If you plant a plant here, it's growing towards that window. In search of sunlight. In search of sunlight. Then it says a tree never leaves where it is planted. If you plant a tree here, and the place gets dry, the tree would rather die there than leave. If you ask the tree, but there's water over there. He said, but my master planted me here. But there's water over there. See all the trees flourishing, doing so well. He says, but my master planted me here. He says, we shall be planted like trees of Lebanon, trees in Zion. You grow like trees over. I mean, you can see a lot of scriptures where human beings were related to trees in scriptures. Several. He says, shall be called the trees of righteousness. So you don't live where you are. You are planted here, you stay there. The last one I'll tell you today, he said, he said a tree in the forest will bear fruits as much as a tree in the city. So if you plant an orange tree in the forest, where nobody is even taking the fruits, the tree will not say after all, the one that I bore last year, who drank it? The thing got rotten here and died. I'm not going to bear any fruit this year. After all, the one that I bought, nobody saw me. The pastor passed. He didn't see me. Nobody celebrated me. He said the tree in the forest will keep bearing fruits. Even if the fruits were rotten, the tree is thinking, I don't know, one day, one day, just one day, maybe my master will pass by. And I don't want my master passing by and finding no fruits on me. He says, live like a tree. Live like a tree and bear fruits. Seek first the kingdom, he says. Not status, not titles. So what are the platforms for service? I want to run this very fast. What are the platforms? What are the avenues for service? What are the kingdom avenues for service? Number one is kingdom advancement prayers. Number one, kingdom advancement prayers. You can serve God with your prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, he said, And the Lord that sees you in secret will reward you openly. You must have a strong, service-motivated prayer life. You must have a strong, service-motivated prayer life. Your life is a prayer altar to God. Prayers is a way of service. In Luke chapter 2, help me. Do more. Luke chapter 2, verse 36. Verse 37, Luke chapter 2, 
Verse 36 to verse 37. What does it say? Luke chapter 2. And there was one Anna, yes? a prophetess, yes? the daughter of Phanuel of yes? the tribe of Asher. She was a. Wait, 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 wait. wait that's, that's too fast. And I, I, I can't hear her mic very well. She's not sounding on these monitors. Continue. Start again. And there was one Anna, yes? a prophetess. Okay, she's here now. All right. The daughter of Phanuel yes. of the tribe of Asa. Yes. She was of a great age yes. and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. Yes. And she was a widow yes. of about four score and four years, yes. which departed not from the temple, yes. but served God, served God with, fastings with fastings and prayers, and prayers. Night, night and day. So you serve God with fastings and prayers. You serve God. While you are serving God with fasting, these were the people that used prayer to usher Jesus in. These are the people that are the midwives of destiny. People that stay in the brink of a revelation and the manifestation and bath that which was already said in the spirit. These are the people. They stayed and prayed. You can serve God with prayers. You can serve God. Some of us are not serving God with prayers over our own family. Your family is going down the drain. And you are looking. You cannot put prayer in and serve God to the utmost deliverance of your life. I told you the story. All my siblings were barren. My elder siblings, the first children of the, of the mothers, were barren. I went before the Lord. In Goshen, I will never forget. Living faith, Goshen. I was under the rain. As the rain beat me that night, I stayed there still. I say, Lord, open the womb of my sisters. Every one of them have their children now. Every one of them. Every one of them. Everybody has their children now. Why? We served God with prayers. You serve God with prayers. And the Lord has said in secret, what do we pray for? Number one, we pray for the healing of the land. I will rush because of my time. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people were called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and I would hear, and they turn from their wicked ways, I would hear from heaven and I would heal their land. Abraham prayed for Sodom. Don't just pray on your WhatsApp status. Really pray. Pray for Israel. Pray for this one. Don't call it trend out of it. Stop catching clouds with that stuff. Pray. Really, really pray. Don't put pray. Pray. Don't say, I'm praying for you when you're not praying for them. So I'm praying for you. Don't. No, don't just say that. Pray for them. I mean, really, really pray for them. You have friends who are in stuff, pray for them. Pray for them. Don't say pray for Lokoja, pray for Google. Pray for them. Like, really, really. Really, really. Put down your phone and really, really pray. Pray for them. A lot of people who say they are praying are not praying. Prayer becomes a trend. Prayer. So I saw it everywhere. Pray for Israel. Pray for Israel. Pray for Israel. And they have not said one word of prayer. Pray for the healing of the land. Number two, pray down God's promises on the land. You can pray down God's promises on your family. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 1, God said to Elijah, He said, Go, I will send rain on the earth. 42 to 44, 1 Kings 18, 42 to 44, the Bible says Elijah prayed seven times. Seven times he prayed. Prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And I like the way Daniel led us in prayer today. Pray, he says. Don't stand there and be looking. Stand there and be just some prayers. Pray. I mean, if you, if you pray the way you are praying, and there's keyboard, there's lights, and you're praying, like, how do you not pray at home? They are ushering you with 
keyboard, ushering you with guitar, everything is playing, and yet you are looking like that, you are praying nothing. How am I now sure with all this assistance that we put in place here, light, smoke, give you a feel of the glory of God, and you are looking like that, you are not praying. How am I now sure in that your husband there's no light? How am I sure you are praying? Pray. Pray that the promise of God. Pray for the expression of God's kingdom. Jesus Christ says to pray, let thy kingdom come. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let thy will be done in my family. Let thy will be done in my school. I remember one day I was on campus and they had cut down. There was no, they were going to go on strike. There were no exams happening. You know, those students in school, they say, will exam old? How many of you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> will exam old? You can be on that for long. Will exam old? Will exam old? Will exam old? I'm not even sure. You know, you enter a school, I'm not sure when you're going to come out. My school, the motto of my school is for learning and culture. Go back from my university. For learning and culture. They tell you, when you come to OAU, don't be in a hurry. There's so much to learn. It's for learning and culture. So when you come, you drop your bag. You have come. Take your time. So much. So they say you are studying a five-year course. It's five plus X. Where X can be one, two, three, four, or infinity. And so they were strike. Going to declare a strike. And I said, Lord, when are we going to have exams? God says, when you pray about it. So I said, when I pray about it, he says, so I caught up my friends. We went to sports center. Sports center, and we prayed. I said, Father, intervene in the issue of this school. Intervene on this matter. We are already getting old here. Do something, Lord. Let thy will be done here. And as we were praying and praying, we are done praying. As we were coming back, there was an announcement on the school hospital. The exam is holding on Monday. Instant, instant, instant. Clap, you can clap, it's good. Instant. Pray for the kingdom expression in your life. Pray. How do we pray for the expression of God's kingdom? Number one, we pray that souls be saved. So my number one is plenty. Now, number one, kingdom has in prayer. <laughs> what do we pray for? Even of the land, number one. God's promises, number two. Three, pray for the expression of God's kingdom, number three. What is the expression of God's kingdom, number one? That souls are saved. That's the first one. Pray that souls are saved. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 says, God wants all souls saved. Give me 2 Peter 3, verse 9. No more. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. What does it say? 2 Peter 3, verse 9. King James. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Yes. As some men count slackness, yes. but is long suffering to is us. Long suffering to us, what is what? Continue. Not willing that any should perish. Not willing that anybody should perish. Yes. But that all should come all to repentance. Come. So pray for souls. Number one, that souls will be saved. That your siblings will be saved. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Tell me, say neighbor. Pray. 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 Close your eyes. Pray. Go on your knees if you have to and pray. We have prayer watches in SLC every day. We have made this thing very easy. There's prayers going on 6 a.m., 12 noon, 6 p.m., 12 a.m., 9 p.m. Every day, everywhere you turn prayers, try prayer, this prayer trips, you look at pray, that one, pray, that. So people all those days, they just, this one can pray. You are not participating. Pray. 
even when you are old and the enemy begins to buffet when you have no more strength. The Bible says when you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. It is in prayer that you build strength capacity. The things that we are enjoying now, today, are the prayers we prayed yesterday. If we don't pray today, we have nothing to walk in tomorrow. Don't let today's glory deceive you. There's a battle ahead of you. Every season of manifestation is a preparation for the next season. Don't waste this season because you are enjoying it. You don't know what's coming tomorrow. Pray that souls be saved. Pray that people be delivered. Luke chapter 11, verse 21 to 22. That the eyes of people be opened. Give me 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. What does it say? In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not. Yes. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, yes. shine out to them. So the Bible says that their eyes were blinded. The people who have not received the light of God, their eyes are blinded. Some of us who were like that before, our eyes were blinded. Our eyes were blinded from the light. We are the results of the prayers of people. You, as well like this, somebody prayed you into salvation. You may not even know the person. Somebody ushered you in the spirit, committed you in the spirit into the hands of God, and prayed you into salvation. You, as I'm looking at you like this. So if you are going to give your life to Christ this morning, we prayed for you, that God will touch your heart. We prayed you into salvation. I was prayed into salvation. My salvation was mysterious. I had already been brought into herbalist life. My father already introduced me to all this. I was already enjoying it. Because I'm in school. I tied charms in my waist. As a primary school pupil. In secondary school, I tied charm. You show me, I show you like this. <laughs> you are afraid. I was already bullying people. I was enjoying it. I had a pen knife in my pocket. And charms on my waist. Secondary school, GS3. Bullying people. Everybody's afraid. You show them, they run away. From GS3. And I was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. But somebody was praying. You see, there are prophets that got ahead of your life. How did I give my life to Christ? How? How did I give my life to Christ? How? My father just lazily, casually bought, carelessly bought a picture Bible from a street orca. Maybe the guy convinced him and he just collected the book. He says, picture Jesus. Paid the guy, said, the guy will stop stressing. And dropped it carelessly in the living room. And I walked in. And I saw the book. And the book compelled me, Saddam. Opened to where Jesus was crucified. Me, oh, me that I was already threatened that I'm going to join court. From secondary school. I was already wearing offense. You know what they call offense? You guys didn't go to public, public schools? You know what they call offense in public school? What's offense? They say the color of our school uniform is navy blue and you wear sky blue. So, you see, you are deep, on the assembly like this, will be different. <laughs> you sew your shirt, your shirt, you sew it as a gown. <laughs> you remove your shirt after school hours, it's gown, Jalamia. <laughs> GS3. GS3 already threatening teachers. I was already prepared on the way to destruction. But prayers were banking. Somebody was on his knees or her knees somewhere. So when I knelt down and I picked that book, which book is this? Jesus. Picture, cartoon. Who would have believed that me is cartoon? 
Me, Odogu like me, in a cartoon. It is cartoon that will make me cry. Me, me that had knives in my pocket. Jesus, why did you do this for me? He said, I did this for you. With tears rolling down my eyes. Cartoon. So what do I do? He said, kneel down here. Give your life to me. I kneeled down there in front of cartoon. Jesus, take my life. I will serve. You see how I was dancing this morning? Father, only you will I serve. Me that my father has already taken me to Benin Republic for in, pre-initiation for, for priesthood. They have cut my middle hair, buried it, swallowed things. They say, you know, my hands are tied. I swallowed it with my tongue from the ground. Cowley. I swallowed all stuff. Me, I was already ready for destiny. <laughs> Obatana told my dad, if Obatana told my dad, I'm not going to mori more that this boy is one that will succeed you. Three months to my father's death, here was I crying in front of Kato. I said, so what next? He said, go to a church. When you get to that church, publicly come outside and declare me as your Lord. The next Thursday I was in church. Who want to give their life to Christ? I rushed outside. The pastor thought it was a sermon. It was not a sermon. I read the cartoon. And I've seen Jesus. You see, I saw Jesus in that book. For God knows how to use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. You don't know Jesus. What you are looking at as casual, as unseeming, as useless, as lazy. By the time God picks up that thing and you, that's how your life looks before you. Your life looks as if it's useless, it's simple, it's casual. When you put that life in the hands of Jesus, you will know that the Babana, Babana, only Swa Karamiji, two bread. Five bread and two fishes, toss it and feed the thousand with it. It will take the simplicity of your life and make it complex. It will make you a blessing to an entire world. He told Abraham, out of your seed, the families of the earth, this was a fugitive. This was a man that had no home, had no house, was a wanderer. He said, in your seed, and all the families of the earth be blessed. I gave my life to Christ. Somebody prayed me. Isn't that, that's not normal. I found out what happened later with my grandma, with her shaker in the middle of the night. Shaker, shaker, shaker. Ulua, Omore, Yamola, Uma Sion, he will serve you. None of my children will serve idols. No, in the middle of the night, she's eight years old today. She's still doing it. See, all our prayers from the life of our children will come to pass before our eyes. He prayed, she prayed us into God. Are you following my point? Don't worry, it's going to be fine. The man be saved. Number two platform for service is the soul winning platform. Luke chapter 10, verse 1. Help me do more. Luke chapter 10, verse 1. After is these things, yes. the Lord appointed other 70 also yes. and sent them two and two before his face. That's into verse 1. Give me verse 2. Therefore, therefore, said he unto them, yes. the harvest truly is great, yes. but the laborers are few. Yes. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest yes. that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Yes. Go give, your... give me verse 7. And in the same house remain, yes. eating and drinking such things as they give. Yes. But the laborer is worthy of his hire. So he calls soul winning a labor. A laborer. 
So if you are looking for what to do in the house of God, number one is to pray. Number two is the soul winning platform. You see, these two things are the spiritual service in the kingdom of God. Our emphasis on soul winning, I've been on the medic services every Tuesday. If you're missing out, you're missing out terribly. Soul winning, and I've taught on all kinds of ways to win souls. A lot of us, our friends, are not saved. As we're here, you're on campus. You're in your workplace. Your friends are not saved. God has put you in that place because of that you're saved, friend. Look at you. You are saved. You are in the house of God. How better would it have been if your friend was here with you? That's your friend. That one you call Olosho. That one you are calling Ashawo. That one. That same one. That one you call Amugbo, Crack. That you call useless. That same person. That was the person that Jesus Christ died for. That was the person he died for. And he had deliberately planted you around that person. So that you will by the leading of the Holy Spirit minister Jesus to that person. Soul winning is a platform for kingdom service. If you have friends that are unsaved, particularly if there are people that are around you, that means there's proximity, there's nearness. You can access them, they can access you. Don't let your friends go to hell. It's wickedness. It's wickedness to see somebody like this going to hell and open your eyes. And you are selling oil, oil perfume to them. <laughs> that the person can smell nice. Even if they go to air, so fast they smell nice here. Even if their flesh gets burnt by flame, so long as they smell nice here. You are selling skincare product to them. Skin that will be consumed with flames. Skin that has no future. You are selling it to them. They are, and you know that this person is going to hell. One way to save God and the most in critical service to God is to have a heart for the lost. There is nothing that God will withhold from someone who has bought it for them. Have you seen me toast people to give their life to Christ before? Sometimes I'm coming here to give to preach. I would have coined my word. Coined my word. I will say this. I will not say that. I will not say You think I just came here and those things came to my mind here? No, 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 no. I had planned them. This is what I'm, is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I will then say this next. I will then say that next. And I will say that. There was a day I gave a story here about a yellow flag. I remember that yellow flag about the man who had gone to prison. And had done the most terrible thing possible. And was coming back home, having me released. And I sent the letter to his wife. I said, wife, I'm coming home. I've done the most terrible thing anybody can do. You don't have to take me back. Because what I did, even I, I'm ashamed of myself. My family is ashamed of me. My, my wife is ashamed of me. I myself, I'm ashamed of myself. So if you don't want to take me back, I will understand. I will just drive past in front of the house and I'll drive forever and I'll never come back to your life again. But if you want to take me back, if you know you're willing to forgive me, please, if you know, just put a yellow flag in the front of our house. If I see a yellow flag in front of our house, I will know that you have taken it yourself to forgive me and to take me back. And I said that story here. And the man was coming. And in the bus that I was in, there were small children and students who were going back home from their hostel for vacation in the bus. And she to he told them the story of what he did. Very terrible thing he did. Everyone was sobbing. How can you do such a thing? That's so bad. He said, yes. He said, but I'm going home to my wife. I don't know whether she's going to take me back. 
I wish you would. But if she doesn't, I will understand. Because I did even hide finding it difficult to forgive myself. Say, so, so what did you tell your wife? He said, I told my wife, if she's going to take me back, she should put a yellow flag in front of our house. If she puts a yellow flag in front of our house, then I would know she wants to take me back. So the children says, oh, we have to stay. So a lot of the, the children didn't stop at their bus stop. They stayed in the bus. They wanted to see whether his wife would take him back. <sighs> With anxiety in his heart, he was nervous. He didn't know what was going to happen. He looked as they entered the corner to his streets, the corner that leads to his house. Every house from the first house on the street had yellow flags on them. Every tree, every fence, everybody in the neighborhood had put a yellow flag in front of it. Yellow flag. And I said that day, I said, when I looked up to heaven this morning, I saw there are yellow flags everywhere. Yellow flags because the Father's hands are open wide and there were tears dropping off my eyes because I meant it. My heart burns for the lost. I do what I do because I know I was once lost. And if Jesus could save me, he could save anyone. No matter how far you've gone, no matter how deep you've fallen, no matter how dirty you become, Jesus will take you back. There are yellow flags on every tree in heaven. Yellow flag on every mansion, on every house, every, every corner. Yellow flag. And Jesus is even dressed in yellow this morning. Waiting for you to come back. Going out for the lost is service to God's kingdom. Don't close your eyes and let your friends go to hell. Reaching out to the lost, standing out. Why are you ashamed of Jesus? This person is going to die. And when they die, they will go to hell. And you would have watched them die and go to hell. And they're your friend. And maybe they're even your sibling. Maybe it's even your brother. Who knows if it's your mother? She paid your way through school fees, through school. Paid your school fees in primary school, secondary school, university, and now she's going to hell. And you shut your mouth and watch her go to hell. And you said you love her. What kind of love? That was this in the book of Jude that we snatched her from the flames of fire. Number one platform for service in God's house is prayer. Number two is soul winning. In this place, I want people who are going to join me and say, Pastor, I'm going to reach out to souls around me this week. I'm going to reach out to souls around me. I said before the end of this month, all of us should have had three, three souls. People have come to me and say, Pastor, I've got my own three souls. I've got my own three souls. I have my own three souls. Do you have your own three souls yet? Have you told anyone about Jesus yet? <sighs> so right now, maybe you are even here. Maybe this case is not about you serving Jesus. Maybe it's a case of you not even knowing Jesus. Maybe you are here this morning and you don't even know that there is a Jesus. Or maybe you've heard about him before and you are not with him. Maybe that story I said in passing, maybe that story is your story. Maybe you have walked too far from him. Maybe you used to know him before, but you don't know him anymore. Maybe something happened to you. Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you lost a father. You lost your mom. You lost your sibling. And maybe you prayed so hard that you would be saved or healed and you didn't get saved. And maybe because of that, you turned your back on Jesus. Maybe you're not sure. Maybe you're not sure he's going to take you. Maybe you are gay. Hey, Pastor, I'm gay. So why are you gay? Why are you gay? Why are you 
Hey, say, Pastor, I was born like this. You were born gay. We all were born sinners. All of us were born sinners. I was born a sinner. I didn't stay one. If you were born gay, you don't have to stay one. You don't have to stay one. We all were born sinners. So maybe you think you just won't accept it this morning. But I tell you, I tell you the truth. Jesus will leave everything he's doing in heaven. It was in his Sabbath. God was in his Sabbath. It was in his own Sabbath when he had in the spirit that Adam had fallen. God was, was it as rested from his work, as rested from all works. It was in his Sabbath that God had that Adam had fallen. God left his Sabbath, began to sew clothes, to clothe a naked Adam and Eve, killed an animal, and put in action the salvation plan in his Sabbath, and it was work to began. He had not rested since then. Jesus will leave anything he's doing to come for you. No shadow he will light up. Mountain it won't climb up. Coming after me. No one coming after me. this morning, all eyes closed. I want to help someone. You're here, right here, in this meeting, in this church, in this room. If the, if the trumpet should sound now, you have no certainty of an eternity with Jesus. You're here. Maybe you're where you are. 
because of pain, maybe something happened, something external that everyone could see, or maybe something internal that no one else could see. Maybe something happened and you caused you to walk away from God. Maybe you have never even been with Jesus before. Maybe, just maybe, you have been church all your life, but you've never really, really ever surrendered your life to Jesus. This morning I'm here for you. You, you are the reason why I came here. While all eyes are closed, all heads are bowed. If you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to come to Jesus. I want to surrender everything to him right where you are. Please lift up your right hands, please, right where you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Right where you are, lift up your right hand. Yes, thank God bless you. God bless you. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All ears bowed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed, please. I'm trying to help someone here. Somebody must not go back home the same way they came. Lift up your right hands. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Please pray for me. Right where you are, see that? Pick up your Bible, pick up your bags, and come and meet me in the front. Yeah. Come and meet me in the front. Right in front. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. Coming after me. Jesus is coming after me. No wall won't kick. Lie won't. Because he's coming after me. Jesus is coming after me. Jesus is coming. Rest. Yes, if you lift all of your hands, please come forward. Come out. All eyes closed, please. This has to be easy for them. Because he's coming after me. Jesus is coming after me. Thank you, Jesus. Now, where you are, I have a witness in my spirit that there's just one more person that needs to come out. Just one more person that needs to come out. Please, don't go back home. Don't go back home in the cold hands of sin and cold hands of Satan. Don't go back home, please. Please don't go back home. Come out. Jesus came all the way for you. Jesus came all the way for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you, bro. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus is coming. It's coming after you. It's coming after you. Jesus is 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 coming after you. All right, look at me. Look at me. This is the most critical decision you ever make in your life. And I'm so honored of God. You see that? That God is using me this morning to lead you to him. This morning. Yeah, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. I cried on my own day. I cried because I felt so far away. I felt so far away, but Jesus came for me. Jesus came for me. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. Jesus came for me. He didn't let me alone all by myself. Jesus came for me. 
And no matter how dirty I feel this morning, I know Jesus came for me. Jesus came for me. Jesus came for me. Jesus came for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I cannot save myself. I ask, Lord, that you save me. Today, I ask that you come into my heart and that you make me new, that you blot my name from the book of death and that you write my name in the book of life. Jesus, I ask that today you become my Lord and my personal Savior. Father, Lord, I thank you because of what you're doing. Before you today are my new siblings. The family is getting bigger and bigger. I see what you're doing, Lord. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see you drawing souls to yourself. And I'm grateful, Lord. I ask that you do to them what you've done to me. I ask that you do for them what you've done for me. Come into their heart. Let their lives never remain the same. In Jesus' precious name. Because we said a big amen. Now would you jam this? This is the time to celebrate. Come on. All right, guys. Welcome to the new family. Your life will never remain the same again. Trust me. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Welcome all. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. No For listening to this message, meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.